Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to a Friday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly, the only morning show ever to be produced in the history of mankind. Yes, this is our 100% original idea. No one has ever done it before. <laughs> episode 70. Episode 70. We survived <laughs> episode 69. We did. We, we did, did not get. We did not get removed from Twitch for TOS reasons. No, I mean, we kept it like pretty PG. We did. Like it wasn't. Well, the original plan was that we were going to do uh, we were going to do a show entirely based around like porn industry news as a joke. Yeah. And then I looked up like porn industry news. And it's like not fun. No. And it's there's not like release dates or anything. I like there's not there... <laughs> there's no release dates. I don't know. I was I was hoping that we would have a fun like Iron Man, XXX seventeen comes out next week, but like. Yeah. No. No, it's not quite the same. It's mostly as that the like movies. a lot of people are suing Pornhub right now, and it's wild. Oh, fun! That's... Yeah. Well, they removed all those videos. Yes, they yeah. removed a lot 10 of content. Ten million videos. In case you didn't hear about yeah. that one. That yeah. Was... But here we are, um, not doing the porn news. We're doing the nerd news. The nerd news. How, How are you doing? doing? Um, we watched Wandavision this morning. We did. We, we haven't did. actually talked about it at all yet. No. no. We've been, like, busy, like, getting the morning show set up and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we haven't we're, actually had a chance to chat about it. We're not going to spoil anything about WandaVision in this video. Mm-hmm. We are going to put up a separate video where we, like, talk about the, the spoilers and whatnot later today. Yes. Um, and we're going to continue to do spoiler chats for WandaVision uh, throughout the entire run. Yeah. I think we're also going to do one for the uh, the Batwoman premiere. Yeah. For the new Batwoman, uh, that'll be next week. So I'm very excited to talk about Batwoman. That'll be fun. Um, and we have some Batwoman news, some unfortunate Batwoman news today. Oh, no. Um, okay. That we will get to in a bit. But uh, what did you think of WandaVision? We haven't talked yet. Um, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, still very confusing as to what exactly is happening. Like, they've been really good at, like, um... At the balance of the show, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. um, you know, keeping the 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 feel of the um, uh, sit, sitcom. Mm-hmm. That's the right word for that. Yep. Um, it's like, mm. um, yeah, keeping that uh, vibe while also like dropping little hints that like mm-hmm. things are not okay, uh, but we don't really understand how or why yet. Um, so this is gonna be really fun, I think, to like piece together. Yeah, it, it's it's fun to have it be a little, like, mystery egg. Yeah. That is being, um, like, given to in parts. Yes. Uh, I, I understand, having seen both episodes, I understand why they put up two this week. I think the, the, yeah. the first episode is very light on the bigger world stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second one, it's, it's, not, it's still very light, but it gets into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it was smart of them to be like, all right... If you just watched the first episode, you wouldn't really understand what the rest of this journey is. Yeah. But seeing two episodes back to back, you're kind of like, all right, I get what the purpose of this is. Yeah. I get what kind of story I'm on, on, I'm on, I'm in for. Yeah. And I'm, I'm loving the show so far. I think Elizabeth Olsen. Is amazing. Is, is so good. Yeah. She's so good on the show. Yeah. And there, there's something really striking to me about her ability to keep the Wanda character 
within the exaggerated character of the sitcom version of Wanda. Yes. Um, and the heart of that character is still beating in that chest. And it's it's really, it's impressive what she's done with that. Mm -hmm. I also think that it is fun to see Paul Bettany get to play a little bit in this universe. Yes. Vision has always been really, um... Uh, like kind stoics. of yeah uh and so for him to get to have fun and uh, be very smiley especially in the second episode paul yes. bettany gets to just kind of be like full-on charming paul bettany yeah and, and he's honestly delightful yeah um it's yeah it's really nice to get to see that um yeah the show's good yeah we like it i definitely i agree with you about putting mm -hmm. out two episodes um i think that that was a smart decision especially because they're only 20 to 30 minutes each yeah um so yeah. you kind of get your full hour released this week i'm, I'm honestly gonna be kind of sad if, when it's only one episode mm -hmm. weekly from now on but um i think they're doing a great job so far with the show yeah it's also it's it's funny i don't watch a lot of shows that have a laugh track Mm -hmm. uh, so it is interesting listening to a show with a laugh track again. Yeah. Because even the sitcoms that I watch don't typically have laugh tracks. Like, I'll, I'll watch Parks and Rec, which doesn't have a laugh track. So it is interesting. I was like, oh, yeah, like, people people watch... Because, you know, I don't really watch Friends. I don't really watch a lot of those kind of sitcoms. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, it's weird. It's it's not... it's And we've made... There were a couple times where we're like, wow, that, that audience... Because it is a live audience. It is a live audience. Um, Sometimes they are a little... Exuberant. Yes. They're very excited. Although, I, I think that's probably just being in the room, right? Like, oh, yeah. 100%. I think maybe we have just forgotten what it is like to be in a room laughing with people. Wow. <laughs> Did I get too dark? Uh, and that's the show. Thank and you that's for the being show. here. <laughs> I have to go cry <laughs> and question the existence of my life. You're going to question the existence of your life? Yes. Why the hell am I here if I can't laugh in a room with people? How do I not know what that feels like? That's fair. You know what? That's fair. <gasps> That's fair. I also, uh, I want to call out Catherine Hahn for being the best. For being the best. For being the best. Yeah. I love her so cool. much. She's funny in literally everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, her, her neighbor character is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really, really stunning. Spot on. I'm a, yeah. Uh, yeah, big fan. Big fan. She's she's doing an incredible job. If you guys haven't seen WandaVision yet, um, definitely make some time for it. Disney uh, Plus, y'all. Yeah, Disney Plus. Um, so here's my question. This is... I think it's interesting that this is like a, a TV show that is Marvel's first TV show and it's like such a TV show. Yeah. But Wanda ostensibly created this world from her head, right? I, we actually don't know if that's the case yet. Yeah. But the one thing I... The one the one question I do have is, isn't she from Sokovia? And wouldn't she have, like, not seen American television growing up? I have no idea. Uh, this isn't a spoiler episode of Rock Mage, no. We're, we're going to film a spoiler episode later. Yeah. Um, we saw WandaVision this morning. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we watched it before the morning show. Mm -hmm. uh, and we are going to do a spoiler episode later. Um, but for now, we're going to move on to other topics, I think, because we've kind of said everything we can say without talking spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. really like it. Uh, we really like it. happy with how, where it's going. Elizabeth Olsen is... Definitely great. recommend. Um. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. Um, we really... I have, like, two pieces of news, so this is going to be a weird show. We're going to have oh, to figure boy. it out. Oh, boy. Um, but, I love um, that this is our boosted stream. We are going to talk a little bit about the effects of the inauguration next week on media 
Oh boy. Because uh, as many of you are probably aware, hopefully all of you, uh, Joe Biden is going to be inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States mm -hmm. on the 20th of January, which I believe is Tuesday. It's, it's, it's the kind of event that dominates the news cycle. Uh, no, Dalfour and I, this is, we're, we're not getting into the politics of it. Uh, we're more getting into the fact that for everybody else, it makes the next few days of news hard. Mm -hmm. And the companies behind Wednesday, yes, um, the companies who are putting out entertainment don't want to make announcements right now, and they don't want to try and be in the news cycle because they're going to get dwarfed by this much larger story. The inauguration yes. of Joe Biden is going to be the big story of the week next week, uh, and everything else is going to kind of get pushed to the side. Mm -hmm. um, and so much so that the Gates of Oblivion global reveal event uh, for um, Elder Scrolls Online is actually moving. They were supposed to... Uh, Bethesda said that they were going to have their announcement on Thursday of next week, the day after oh, wow. the inauguration. Mm -hmm. They have now moved to the following week. Um, and just because they... It's interesting, right? Because you have this event, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, everybody's going to be talking about this one thing. No one's going to be talking about our thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, uh, the, the, there's only so much room in people's minds... Uh, and this is definitely, I'm sure, taking up a lot of real estate. Mm -hmm. I think um, internationally it's less so, obviously. Yes, but for, you know, uh, uh, I mean, the United States is not small. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people there um, who are probably very focused on what's happening. Um, so I, this doesn't surprise me at all. Mm -hmm. I would do the same thing. Um, I, it's, um, it's just unfortunate, you know, for us. Yeah. Yep, it is. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. We have to do th the three morning shows next week. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. And yeah. I genuinely am like, what are we gonna talk about? Yeah, I'm actually not sure. Because Should no we take the week off? Should no we just... <laughs> we did 70 true. episodes, we'll take a week off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... It... Mm, I don't know. It's It's tough because you know we have talked about wanting to give people a place where they can kind of get away from it all um but there's not a lot of news there's not a lot of other news to distract with yeah it's tough right because we kind of mm, I, I feel like a lot of there, there are other shows that do what we do you know there's a lot of these like you know talk morning whatever yeah and uh, a lot of the nerdy ones talk about rumors a lot and we have kind of tried to make a stance of not talking about rumor. Yeah. But it's tough sometimes, right? Because the rumors are so juicy, but they're often nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I've seen the rumor going around that there are people within Lucasfilm who desperately do not want Luke Skywalker to be back in Mandalorian because they don't want to tell the story of a white man. And, like, I totally get where that rumor came from. I understand where that rumor comes from. Yeah. It comes from a section of the internet that's just trying to make people mad. Um, and the reality of the situation is if there were a significant chunk of Lucasfilm that didn't want Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian, he wouldn't have been in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, it's a team of people. Once you get that big, no. you can't do everything yourself. <laughs> There's so much that needs to be done and decided mm -hmm. on that it is an extensive team I mean... The well, it just needs to be approved by so many people. And so, yeah. you know, I see that rumor and I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. But at the same time, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give credence to bull it's, crap. Yeah. It, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. That one is very unlikely to be true. To be true.
<laughs> yeah, next week's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a long week. I feel like next week's gonna feel endless. Yeah. But we have so many good things that we can do mm-hmm. with our time. Mm-hmm. Like video games. Yeah, that's true. You could play Elder Scrolls online. You just can't find out what the new event is until, until... the 25th of January. Yeah. Which is fine. It's it's all good. Um, I, I did mention that there was some uh, bad news about Batwoman. It's not that bad. Um, but uh, for those of us, like myself, who are very excited to see uh, Batman and Superman crossover, a Brave and the Bold style event. That is not going to be happening this year, despite the fact that they had initially said so. Uh, because of COVID, uh, they are, uh, they're unfortunately, the, the, it looked like there was going to be a whole hunt for Bruce Wayne storyline, yeah. where Batwoman teamed up with Superman to find um, the original Batman, who's been missing in the Batwoman show uh, the entire time. That's not really a spoiler. It's literally the first thing you learn in the first episode of Batwoman. Uh, um, okay. It's, yeah, it's like the first line is like, Bruce Wayne's been gone for a while. And you're like, okay. Uh, okay, setting up it's just, nicely. He's just, he's just gone. It's on vacation. Um, but, uh, the, apparently due to COVID restrictions, the problem is that they can't cross their sets. And so, um, Mm. while Batwoman could cross over as an individual, maybe, uh, it was just going to be too much work to get crew members. And for safety reasons, uh, unfortunately the Barry Aven the Bold episode won't happen this year. Uh, and it looks like also there won't be any sort of, uh, crossover event this year. Okay. Which is honestly probably a good thing. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths is about as big as you can go. You're not really going to be able to do a bigger event anytime soon. Right. And so taking a year off from the crossover is not giving the audience a reason to compare it to last year's mega giant crossover um, that, you know, was the end of the Green Arrow and had Mm. four Supermans and brought in Kevin uh, uh, Klein as Batman. Like, um... You're just not going to be able to top that this year. Yeah. And so I, I actually think that while this is happening for COVID reasons, I think it is probably the best thing for the storytelling on these shows to take a breath, yeah, take a step back, mm-hmm. and maybe hit a crossover next year. Yeah. Because I like the crossovers, but, like, Crisis was as big... Like, you can't go bigger. Right. And that's that's a problem, I think, is that, you know, once you go that big, I don't know how you can keep going bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Um, I, that's that. That's a tough one. I think. I also think it's it's in the best interest as well for the show mm-hmm. um, to just leave. Uh, like, le- uh, tell some smaller stories right now. Mm-hmm. T- tell some smaller stories right now because we, um, you know what? Sometimes those are better. Yeah. They don't feel as epic, but they're a little more um, close to home. A hundred percent. I think more relatable. Well, and I think you know the the height of the Arrowverse to me is still the second season of Arrow. Mm-hmm. When the storyline was just Oliver Queen versus Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Oliver Queen versus Slade Wilson. I, I think that that's still the best season of any of these shows. Yeah. And it's mostly down to just how personal the connection between those two characters is. Mm-hmm. And just, the, the, the you know, they did such an incredible job of tying those two men together emotionally yeah. and then paying that off in such a just like a heart-wrenching way yeah um the final fight between those two characters is more about the emotions than it is about the physical combat yes very similar to um like it's the reason why vader versus uh luke in um uh, return of the jedi is still my favorite lightsaber fight yes and it's because it's not really about the 
lightsabers. It's not about the combat. It's really about the relationship of a father and son. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It would be far less memorable. 100%. If it wasn't. Yeah. Because um, the Anakin Obi-Wan fight from um, Return, uh, Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. is by far still the best choreographed lightsaber fight, right? Yeah. But there's elements of it where there's long chunks of it where I'm like, all right, like this is this isn't about anything. This yeah. is just how impressive can we swing these blades? And the 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 best parts of that fight are the emotional ones. Mm-hmm. The best part of the entire Anakin Obi Wan lightsaber fight is when it's over and they're just shouting at each other on the beach. Yeah, because you know the, your heart breaks for both of those men in that moment. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's what makes good combat. Yeah, to me. Yeah, and I I have to agree with Joyman and Potomsim in the chat. I think that those big storylines, those like epic moments have to be earned Mm -hmm. and I think you have to take a lot of time to build up to them otherwise they can fall flat Mm -hmm. you know like you need to you need to have that build up and that anticipation if you go big and then you keep going big and it's just trying to keep going bigger it becomes exhausting yeah um I think that yeah I think that those moments really need to be earned well, and I think that's that's something that I've always admired about the MCU as a mm. whole, right? Like, you have this giant crossover with Infinity War and then Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then the next movie is Spider-Man Homecoming, or uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a big movie in some ways, but it's definitely a smaller, more personal story. Yeah. It's... And it works, the, the universe holds together because not everything is, you know, Galactus. It's, yeah. you know. You know why, you know that's why I love Ant-Man. Oh, it's yeah, Because Ant-Man's it's a great. small heist story. Just with superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have been very <laughs> public about that. I, I think that it's yeah. one of the better Marvel movies because of that. Yeah, I love Ant-Man. I'm very excited for Ant-Man 3. Me too. Obviously, Ant-Man 3 is going to get a little bit bigger, bringing in Kang the Conqueror. Yes, but a also... time travel. You know, they've had two Ant-Man movies. With the third one, I think that, that timing-wise, that makes sense. Yeah, and also the second one didn't try and go too much bigger. Obviously, physically larger because it has Giant Man in it, but it, it the, it's still pretty much a smaller heist story with, you know, kind of ten characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know as far as that goes, it's it, it is interesting that the Ant Man movies have managed to be so separate from everything else. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Nah. I yeah, but that's why I love them. Uh, I'm excited. It's it's actually yeah. some of the reason why I'm so excited for Black Widow. Like Black mm. Widow doesn't feel like it's going to have end of the world consequences. Yeah, but but personal consequences. Personal consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I, I oh, I'm so excited. for it. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> when when now, now that we have Wandavision. And I'm looking at what the MCU is trying to do between its series and between its movies. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see what the next couple phases of these movies are. Because yeah. the, the only like big te- team-up movie we know that is coming is Thor Love and Thunder. Um, because right. that's going to bring in a lot of different people. Natalie Portman's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the Guardians of the Galaxy seem to be appearing in that movie. Yes. So that one seems to be a slightly larger film. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I mean, Eternals is going to be all new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Which I'm Widow. excited for. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it's necessary for the universe to keep going. <laughs> um, Falcon and Winter Soldier seems to be mostly about, you know protecting the legacy of Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like we are kind of headed into, after the largest possible event, uh, Marvel has set themselves up to tell a bunch of smaller stories. Yeah. So much so that Kevin Feige has even said, like, we're, we don't have an Avengers movie on the books right now. Like, there will be one coming down the line, but for now... 2026. 
2024. <laughs> no, it's going to be 2025. It's going to be like, it's going to be June 31st, 2025. It's going to be like the exact middle date in our in our bet. And we're going to argue about who actually won for like ever. No, you know what it is going to be? It's going to come out on July 1st, mm -hmm. but Thursday night previews are going to be on June 30th. Oh my God. And so it's literally going to cross the line exactly. Uh, what do we do in that scenario? If we, how do we decide? Who we haven't even, we haven't even decided what the stakes of the bet are yet. That's so. true. I feel like that's up to chat. Uh, Joymon in the chat is asking, are you excited for the Eternals movie? Um, and Rockmage says the bet is trial by combat. Um, I would win trial by combat. I'm sneaky. Okay, Sneak Archer is only built in Skyrim. That's not a real thing. But I have an actual bow. Yes, and if you were in Skyrim, being a Sneak Archer would be great. Um, no, that's the tiebreaker. Are you excited for the Eternals movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I have think... Have you ever read an... You've never read an Eternals comic? I have not. No, comic books are not my forte. Mm -hmm. That's more your expertise. I, I don't know anything about the Eternals, um, but I am excited to get something new in this universe, in mm -hmm. this world, because, you know... And by something new, we mean something very old. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. I know what you're talking about. The uh, Eternals are eternal. Yeah, no, I... I, I They're I, very old. They've, they've lived on Earth for thousands of years. Yeah, it's like, um... Uh, oh, boy, that movie that came out on Netflix with Charlize Old Theron. Guard. Old Guard. I was like, it's going to hit me. Um, yeah, it is It is kind of like Old Guard. Okay, cool. No, it's not. Um, they have superpowers and no, no, it's Angelina Jolie. I'm just not ready for her cheekbones in a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be Sorry. a lot for me. And Kumail Nanjiani, that, the, the Eternals cast, if you really look at the Eternals cast, that's like a bisexual's dream. Yeah. You're like, yeah, there's lots there for me. Yeah, it's a, that it's is a very true. It's a smorgasbord of uh, humanity. I love it. I'm here for it. No, I'm excited. I think I think Marvel needs some new storylines. You know, there's more. There's a lot. There's a lot of people in the MCU right now that are household names that we know and we love, but they've done so much growth mm -hmm. over all of the content. Like, there's so many movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That I think that. At some point, they are not going to be the focus. Mm -hmm. they, they can't be anymore because they've already, like, we've already told their stories. Um, and so introducing some new ones, I am very excited for. Yeah, I, I think the, the biggest problem Eternals is going to have is having to explain how, um, I don't know what the plot of Eternal, Eternals were. is Del Fortnite yet. We don't know. Um, but uh, the Eternals is a team of... Um, uh, they, 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 it depends on the Marvel comic you read, but essentially they are a team of people who have been living among humans on Earth for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And they have superpowers, and the question is going to be like, why weren't they... Like, X-Men, you can explain why they weren't at Endgame because they weren't X-Men yet. Like, we can have an event that causes the X-Gene to create mutations and whatnot. Right. Eternals have been around since ostensibly the beginning of humanity mm -hmm. and so the question kind of becomes where have you been yeah and it is always harder to introduce characters like that yeah um uh and so i'm curious I'm, i am curious to see what the movie is going to do to set up that these people are here it, it's the wonder woman issue right mm -hmm. like you can't 
you have to be careful about how you play around with Wonder Woman in the past. Mm -hmm. And it's what Wonder Woman 1984 kind of messed up is this idea that like, well, no, you've already said that she didn't do anything in those hundred years. Yeah. But then she's doing something and it becomes this like difficult tightrope of are they there to protect humanity or not? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm actually really curious to see what Eternals is going to do to tell that story mm-hmm. and to make them, to, to make them feel like the powerful behind the scenes Illuminati kind of figures they're supposed to be mm-hmm. without um, either ruining the legacy of the MCU so far yeah. or just, you know, kind of having this weird question around, well, why didn't they come through the portals to help out? at the fight at uh, Avengers HQ. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a, that's a weird tightrope to walk. And I'm sure they've got a plan for it. They mm-hmm. wouldn't be making this movie if they didn't. No. That, oh. They wouldn't <clears throat> just ignore it. No, 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 no. Marvel Marvel has been... I mean, look, Marvel canon isn't perfect. There's definitely stuff that they've ignored from their own past. Yeah. Um, because you have to. To make 23 movies that interconnect over a decade. Like, you just you have to be like, eh, we're not going to worry so much about that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but... Well, but, but like there's little things that are, that don't connect properly in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And like, it's fine. It, it, it it's fine. It just has to be fine. It's fine. You're not you know, going to have perfect continuity across 23 films. It would be, it, the, the, the task of that would be so impossible. Yeah. You would have to have every detail planned out before you even started anything. Yeah. And that's. Because you can't really see that far, like, ahead, like, how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. It's near Well, and you, you also can't see what the technology of filmmaking is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, Thanos looks a di- looks different at the end of the Avengers movie because the technology was different. And yeah. it's also not Josh Brolin. It's a different actor, right? Like, they, they didn't, because they didn't actually think that Thanos was going to be what he became. And so mm-hmm. they didn't cast him yet. Joss Whedon just threw him on the end of the movie as like a thing um seriously that's that's <gasps> what it was thing. Like, really? yeah justine was just like oh it'd be cool if like thanos was there like we'll figure it out later um really yeah 100 percent. they've said that publicly they're like oh yeah thanos just kind of became the villain because joss whedon just put him at the end of the avengers movie that seems wild well yeah because they the, they did not plan all this they put out iron man mm-hmm. and incredible hulk incredible hulk did they're not like, do we great need money but iron man did <laughs> gangbusters mm-hmm. and then they were like all right avengers i mean uh sure i i guess <laughs> but but that's that's how marvel happens and mm-hmm. like look and 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 kevin feige probably had a plan in his head mm-hmm. but he probably had nine plans yeah and this is just the one that people the thanos of it all happened people saw thanos people like me were in the theaters screaming at the top of our lungs and it became it became what it became, and everybody jumped on board, and they created the single greatest season of television. Twenty three episodes; they're all very long episodes, but um, it's very long the, the most expensive, greatest season of television ever created. Wow, I'm actually so surprised. I would I thought that like they had this all like planned out. Um, after a certain point, they did. Yeah. Huh. Um, but, but, you know, the, the, I think the question of what are we going to use infinity stones? Maybe. But like the Tesseract, when we meet the first infinity stone in, um, Captain America, 
it's not the test it's not an infinity stone yet it's the tesseract and then they like retconned that into being an infinity stone yeah you know what i mean when we're watching thor the dark world it's the ether and then that kind of like was like oh okay well the ether that's inside natalie portman that is a fluid that is in her body can also be an infinity stone and despite the fact that a human being can't touch an infinity stone like that's the continuity stuff that doesn't work like how how is it in natalie portman yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if, whatever. Yeah. I guess we just, we, we just accept it. We move it. on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I, I think that, like, they did not have a perfect plan. Mm-hmm. But they had some plans, and it worked out. Hmm. Here's the thing. I really think, I really do believe that Marvel had a 50-50 shot at being good. And we are just living in the timeline where it worked out. There's like a, a parallel universe where it was like Iron Man was also the biggest flop. And they just... I think I think there's a parallel universe where Jon Favreau did not push as hard for Robbie Downey Jr. as he did. Mm-hmm. And we got a different actor in the role of Tony Stark and the entire universe doesn't happen. Yeah. I really... I think that. I think that without Chris Evans as Captain America, I don't know another actor that could have pulled that off. Yeah. He... Chris Evans... Chris Evans demolished that role. Yeah. He ate it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and second breakfast. Like... <laughs> and second breakfast. They're they they're just... They, they, you know... And, and, and look, I'm not saying they never had any plans. <laughs> Fortnite's making jokes about little do they know we're on phase seven. Look, they've got plans. I'm just saying that they don't have this, like, stone tablet that can't change. Yeah, that's fair. It's just wild to me that that's how we got Thanos. Like, that's yeah, how yeah. we got Endgame the way that we got it. Like, it's just... Yeah, it was just that Joss, Joss Whedon was like, yeah, let's do Thanos. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, but even, even like, the original edition of Sam Jackson to the first... Uh, to Iron Man, mm-hmm. when he comes in and is like, there was an idea. <laughs> um, it's a parallel universe where um, it's, uh, it's actually, like, DC that did well. The, but but here's the thing, DC could have. DC could have. You know, there's a, there is a world where Batman v Superman was the biggest hit. You know what I mean? Like, the, that could have happened. Yeah. DC is DC is going to struggle to for consistency because their movies don't connect and they're not consistent. Yeah. The, the, the flip side of that is I think that DC is going to have the potential for higher highs mm-hmm. and lower lows. I think that DC, by not being consistent mm-hmm. and having continuity... Has the potential to have uh, m- movies like The Joker that blew up in a, such a unique way. Mm-hmm. Movies like Birds of Prey, which you know I think yeah. is a masterful film from we last year. We both do. Yeah. Um, like, I think that DC has this potential in them to make these very interesting one-off films. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to see the same, like, midline that Marvel has of, like, every single movie is going to make money mm-hmm. because it's consistent, the audience knows what they're showing up for, they're all ages friendly. DC is very much not all ages friendly anymore. Um, Suicide Squad's going to be rated R. Uh, The Batman might be rated R. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Joey Mon said, I think DC gave up too early. Um, hmm. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like DC has given up on telling... I love that this episode has literally just become... Uh, superhero movie talk. That's fine. I think DC gave up on telling a universe story. Mm-hmm. They gave up on that for sure. And it's 
I think that long term they're going to see the benefits of that. I think that like exploring Aquaman as like fun cowboy Aquaman, exploring Shazam as like this like perfect childhood dream Shazam is going to work out for those franchises. I think that they're going to have to get Wonder Woman 3 back on track after Wonder Woman 2. Um, but I, you know, I, they're going to make that movie. I think oh, yeah. the Batman being this like dark thriller noir crime drama film set in the 70s, but they have cell phones is going to be really like fun and like interesting. I'm going to love it. Uh, <laughs> mostly because I trust the director. Uh, his, yeah. his apes movies are both brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, I don't like DC is not telling a, a, a cohesive story with its films right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's going to be ups and downs to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I do have to say, though, I am excited for Batman. I, uh-huh. I, you know. Um, we are actually watching Shazam Tomorrow this night. weekend. Yeah, with our patrons. Our patron movie night is going to be Shazam 1. Yeah. Uh, Del Fortnite says Shazam 2 when? Uh, Shazam 2, I think it's called Trial of the Gods or Fate of the Gods. We, we got the title at um, Fandom. Uh, I believe is going to be coming at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. I, I believe 2022. I think that they're filming Black Adam first. Yes. Then they'll yeah. film Shazam 2. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, no, it's going to happen. Uh, Joymon asked, do you think Batman, the Batman, will be great? I do. Um, Robert I Pattinson do. Uh, is, you know, unfortunately his, like, m- most known role is not the greatest, but has done some really other, like, amazing work. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the director... Fury of the Gods. Thank you, Richard Fury Simpson. Fury of the Gods. 2023. Oh, wow. Mm. All right. Mm. Okay. Those well. kids are going to look so old. Yeah. Oh, those kids are going <laughs> to age so... That'll be fun. Because when, when, here's the thing. When you're like a 22-year-old to a 24-year-old isn't a huge change, but an 8-year-old to a 10-year-old is a huge change. Yeah. And all of, like, Billy Batson is going to go through puberty before the next movie yeah they're gonna the have whole to... point is that he's supposed to be a kid i really wonder how they're gonna handle that i don't know it's gonna be like um in uh in it chapter two they digitally de-age some of the children um in the flashback sequences mm-hmm. and the digital de-aging on the kids looks really bad Oof. it's like the, it's it's just not good cgi mm. and you're just kind of like oh i just kind of wish you let them look a little bit older yeah, I don't love that. Yeah. I I also don't love it, so that's... Well, you don't like any horror property. Yeah, you're right. Um, Fun thing about the Batman. The Batman movie that's coming out, Um, very excited for it. The Batman released the Joker's look for the movie, but they didn't do that in a traditional way. It has been released on the upcoming Riddler's Brew Mountain Dew bottle. Right. So if you want to see what the Riddler looks like in the new Batman movie, go to your local 7-Eleven and buy the new Mountain Dew Riddler's Brew. That's a way to do it. Should we do a taste test? No, I hate pop. Okay, but should we do a taste test? No. Okay, we're going to do a taste test. Great. I'm glad that my input was... I, 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 I listened. You did. And then I made the decision. Okay, well... Mm-hmm. That's how marriage works, right? Yeah, but usually it's the other way around. I'm sorry, I didn't I'm not reason used to get to more Mountain Dew. Not used to being on this side of the. When it comes to content, I feel like I'm I'm the like, go ahead person. You're like, this is what we're doing. 
That's fair. Um, they had two actual kids out of the whole Shazam cast. Yeah, because the girl who plays Darla is a child. But Darla, if Dar, but Darla's the cutest if she grows up. Oh no! Don't grow up, Darla. I'm excited to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm very excited for Shazam too. Mm-hmm. Can't talk about why I'm excited for Shazam too because you haven't seen Shazam one yet, oh, and I don't want to spoil the end of that movie. That is. But fair. Shazam is excellent. I'm very excited to watch that with you tomorrow. And then next week, y'all, if you want to uh, catch up with Clarice, the uh, next week's episode of Catching Up Clarice is going to be on Shazam. Yes. The DC movie from a couple years ago now. Yeah, 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 I didn't even know it came out. It's like, so good. Zachary Levi, oh, he's so good in that movie. Cool. Yeah. Well, and Finn Wolfhard. I just love that his name is Finn Wolfhard. Can you imagine if your name was Finn Wolfhard? Of course you're going to be a celebrity. What a badass. Right? I'm down. <laughs> yeah, Finn Wolfhard versus Mark Strong. Is he a wrestler? No, Mark Strong is uh, just an actor. Okay. Just sounds um, like... Oh, no, I know. All It sounds literally like, and now entering the ring, Finn Wolfhard and Mark Strong. Oh, God. <laughs> well, thanks for being here for another episode of the Nightly Morning Show. Is that it? I think we're so. We're calling it? Oh, wow, we're calling it. I, I, I mean, it's 10.55. It's 10.55. That's the end of the show. Y'all. Are you okay? No, I love being, I want to be on camera all the time. I want to live on camera. Well, I mean, we can just keep the camera on and end the show. Oh, we could do that. Or we could turn it off. We have to record another thing, so. That's true. We are going to be doing a spoiler talk for um, WandaVision. We watched the both episodes this morning. Um, so. <laughs> Jermon says, when watching you guys, I feel like Black Widow is talking to the Stranger Things cop. <laughs> I'll take that. I will definitely People take have been, that. Ever since my beard kind of grew in again, people have been like, oh, you look like David Harbour. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. David Harbour's hot. That. Yeah. He's an attractive man. Even when he's, like, full dad bod in Stranger Things Season 3, you're still like, ah, oh, man, you've, I, I get it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I would ride the harbor train all the way to port, you know what I mean? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Um, I'm sure we'll just leave it at that. Oh, God. Y'all, thank you for being here for the nightly morning show. This was not a very news-heavy episode, but we had a great discussion. Yeah. Right. I feel like I talked a lot. Did I talk too much today? No. Oh, okay. No, you're good. I trust you. You're good. <laughs> uh, y'all, if you want to watch this uh, later, you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash nerdy nightly. We just, I think we just hit 300 subscribers. Did we? Yeah. So that's oh, fun. Boy. We're on our way to a thousand. It's going to mm. happen. Yeah. Through sheer force of will. Or if you are watching this on YouTube, you can come watch it live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. We do a little uh, pre-show and after show. So you can come and hang out with us there. Oh, no. We're at 299. 299 subscribers. We're 299 subscribers. All right. Well, hopefully by the end of the week, we reach 300. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Y'all, we're going to post our... Um, uh, WandaVision spoiler chat later on today. Mm-hmm. Joymon's gonna get us to 300. It's gonna happen right now. 300. Thank Baby! You. Y'all, thank you for being here. It really means a lot. For those of you in the chat, stick around. We're gonna do a little post chat with you. And for everyone at home and listening on the podcast feed, just know that next week is gonna be a long week. But we love you. Stay safe. We're here for stay you. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And if you need a friend... You got a friend in... Join our Discord week. and we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you. And we'll, we'll, we'll be friends. Just, yeah. Dark Dispatch, <laughs> right. thank you for the biddies. Right. Thank you, Dark Dispatch. I what a way to end it. the show. Yeah. As we always say, my name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight.
，拜拜。Bye.